welcome to another exciting edition of Are You Garbage? The show where you find out if your favorite comedians are classy individuals or absolute trash. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Ryan and H. Foley. Hey, everybody out there, and welcome back to everybody's favorite new podcast. This is Are You Garbage? I am your host, H. Foley, coming at you from beautiful Astoria, Queens, on this beautiful sunny day. My co-host, however, is coming from an undisclosed location somewhere in southern New Jersey. This guy's on the run from the corona. Kevin James Ryan, everybody. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in. Happy to be here. Survived another day down here in the bunker, you know. Um, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Obviously, real quick, please rate, review, subscribe, share with a friend, all that, bull- all that good shit. Take care of it. Help us out. We appreciate all the support so far. Uh, yeah, happy to be here. Very nice. And we have an extremely special guest today. If it wasn't for the COVID, I don't think we would have got her. No. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> she is not just a prominent stand-up comedian. She is also a best-selling author and really a fucking trailblazer in the podcasting world. She's totally slumming it right now with me and Kevin because she could probably buy us and sell us like two cans of fucking beans. Ladies and gentlemen, Corinne Fisher, everybody. What an intro. That's how we do it. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, um, we're all friends, so yeah. I would have done it anyway. <laughs> Fish, you're, you're killing it, buddy. We're so happy to have you here. We appreciate you doing the podcast. <laughs> of course. You know, good to have human contact, though. So I'm glad we saved it for this. So yeah. it, it could be that much more intimate and special. Yes. Exactly. How, are you, how are you holding up over there with the... Uh, with the lockdown and all that. See, I, th- this question makes me so uncomfortable because I'm literally having <laughs> the time of my life. <laughs> all right, that's good. The dudes, I am I am on the borderline of that. I've been preparing for this for the last fucking two years. The only yeah. time I've been leaving the house is to go do stand up and then come back and lay around. And now everybody else is doing that. So the anxiety of not doing stuff is completely exactly. gone. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like I always like, I just am always like going and so stressed out all the time. You know me, you're always hosting at New York Comedy Club and I'm running in uh-huh. with a, like a chicken with my head cut off. And like, that's how I've been living my life since I was in like the seventh grade. So it's very nice to have this like, forced quarantine where I can just relax and like only get two things from my to-do list done every day and like spend time with my dog in my apartment that I worked for because like I hadn't seen it so Mm -hmm. yeah and also like I'm just very um influenced like emotionally by other people's energy so I realized during this already you know it's only been like two weeks how like how much of a negative impact other people's energy has on me like it's so it's so bad i feel so fucking energized (laughs) i can't stop smiling like and anytime i have an interaction with other people even like a small one which i know most people are like yearning for during this time it's always bad like yesterday i was fucking walking my dog and a jogger tailgated me and i'm like the city is empty you dumb fuck yeah what are you doing That's terrible. We're down. I'm down in South Jersey at uh, my family's short, like beach house. Oh, like near, oh, like Marlboro? Like what area? No, even further south. I'm all the way down. I'm in Wildwood, New Jersey. Oh, Wildwood. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's awesome. I used to spend many uh, weeks in Wildwood as a shot. Yeah. So oh. we uh, we um, we came down. <laughs> me and my me and my wife came down for uh, the weekend, 
And then New York City shut down. So we're like, I'm not fucking going back. So we're hanging out down here. I'm like, it's it's like a vacation. You know what I mean? We're in this, we're we're in a three bedroom house. We have like a huge kitchen. We we go on bike rides every day. The island's oh empty. God. It's awesome. Yeah. We're hanging out. Great. I thought I was missing human contact, like, you know, from outside, because it's me and my girl here. But and I've never been one to like chit chat with people on the street, you know, just bullshit, whatever. And I went out for a smoke before we started to do this, and that wore off in about two seconds. This guy who's the super of the next building walk by. He's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, oh, hey, how are you? You know, engaged for a second. And sure. it, it took it took about three bounces of the conversation. So I was like, all right, I'm done with this fucking guy. Because <laughs> just talking, to, when you start to talk to somebody and they have a difference of opinion, like he's like, uh, he's like, uh, I, don't, I don't know what Cuomo's doing. I'm like, oh, I think he's doing a good job. And he just launches into a tirade. I'm like, all right, buddy, be safe. I hope you get it. Get away from me. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. It's weird. I, I the only I had the only like long conversation I had with someone I didn't know besides like podcasting and stuff uh, was in the dog park. And but I actually that's like the one place where I love human interaction because the people in the dog park who are willing to talk in the dog park we all share the, this commonality that we like dogs better than humans. Mm -hmm. So it's always these kind of weird, quirky, interesting people. Like I met a sound designer who did songs for me and Rosebud Baker in the dog park. Like, I'm making business connections. That's great. Like, like, I love it. Yeah, and this and the woman I talked to this week, she was like, she was definitely like me if I don't play my cards right and like think about, you know, maybe getting married or something. Um, but I loved her energy. She told me about making four quiches and how uh, the dogs are taking over her apartment. And I was like, I love this for you. So that's great. Yeah. You probably yeah. meet people that are used to talking to dogs more than humans at the dog yeah. park. So it's like, you don't know what kind of conversation you're going to fucking get. Yeah. I was worried about going to a pharmacy and I had to ex let her know that the pharmacy, which New York city, the pharmacy will deliver to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> if I see a dog on the street, I never talk to the owner. I always just talk to the dog. <laughs> and I'll melt, I'll melt the second I see it. I'll be like, oh, Lord, you go for a no run. I never talk to the owner. And I hate when the owner yanks the dog away. Like, what am I, a fucking pedophile over here? I'm trying to pet the dog. Oh, exactly. A it's a puppophile. I made up that word on Twitter <laughs> not too long ago. <laughs> That's pretty That's good. good. <laughs> I'm a, such a puppophile. Like, I will walk down the street and just be like, hi, doggy. Hi, doggy. And I'll say hi, doggy out loud. Like, yeah someone who's not all there <laughs> do you get annoyed when you walk alfred at all um, like if people stop you no well that's they're gonna pay for that if they if they stop me because if any time someone leans down into alfred he goes crazy and barks and i and i don't warn them because he doesn't bite so it's like he's not gonna hurt them but he just has a really vicious bark for a little 17 pound dog <laughs> that's so awesome cute. So I just let him, I just let him, I, and I go, oh, sorry, he's a little cranky. Like, I'm really, I think it's, it brings me great amusement. <laughs> That's great, yeah. A little preview to the game, we're going to start in a second here, but just out of curiosity, just to mark something off the list, do you dress the dog up in clothes and take him for a walk? Other okay. than, like, if it's the middle of winter. Um, I was like, I, I, ha I, give a, I have a Halloween costume for him, but other than that, I don't do <laughs> clothes. But like, he's a whippet mix, so he actually does need like a sweater or a sweatshirt sure. he shivers. So, and because uh, I was someone who was vehemently against dog clothing, but then I got this dog and I was like, oh, like some dogs like medically need to wear sure. stuff. 
because they shiver. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, other than that, no, I don't take him in like bumblebee costumes on a Tuesday. <laughs> I got I got an aunt who dresses the dog off for like St. Patty's Day and shit. I'm like, lady, you need to get out of the house more. <laughs> this yeah, guy. I, mean, like, man. <laughs> I do themed like sweatshirts or sweaters like around the holidays or something like, yeah, he'll have like a Christmas thing, whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, I'm not just putting costumes on him for sure. no reason. I mean, except for the one time we put on like a cowboy outfit and then made him dance to um, private dance answer on video but that was that more was house. we gotta get like, you out of the house kid that's <laughs> that was my best friend and i we, we we dressed him up as a cowboy and then we threw dollar bills at him and made him dance to private dancer I that sounds like a good time though i'm not gonna lie i would definitely i would definitely have partaken <laughs> little tina turner rocking it yeah all right Corinne Fisher, you are definitely a stand-up comedian of an incredible note. You've done incredible things. Um, but we have to find out, are you garbage? So we're going to ask you a series of questions. We want you to ask them to your best knowledge. We know a little bit about your background. I just want to uh, talk about that for a second, and we'll jump right into it. You were uh, born and raised in Union, New Jersey, correct? That is correct, yes. Very nice. And uh, what, what did the you say? on the record already. <laughs> I know, and I was like... At and I've been drinking a snap, a diet Snapple the entire time, which is very garbage. So, yes, Yo, yes. you know what pisses me off, man? Fucking Snapple switched over to plastic bottles. I know. I agree with That's you. It's fucking it bullshit. No. It doesn't keep it as cold. It's not as clean. Yeah, you, yeah. you can taste the plastic. Yeah, Buddy, you've I, know, nice I, 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 full, I wholeheartedly agree with you guys. Um, what do my parents do is the question. Uh, my mom is a teacher, a middle school teacher, and my dad owns a baseball card and horror memorabilia collectible store. Whoa, really? That's fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. Wow. In Jersey, I presume? In, in Union? Yeah, or? it's in Roselle Park. And all right, so like you grew up, was it like a single home suburbs you grew up? Uh, exactly, yes. Okay. Did you have a refrigerator in the garage? No, we did not have a refrigerator in the garage. I had friends who did, but we never did. That's clean okay. living. You got a you got a garage <laughs> fridge. That is fucking. I had one growing up. It's still the same one. It's that like white that's now yellow. Oh, it's fucking. It's great. Now, what is that? Is that just like for like storing extra? Like, cause people had a lot of frozen meats in there. I it's a know. lot of the freezers always meats that no one's ever gonna eat. They, right. They, they've been in there. It's like fish from 15 years ago, and it's mainly just sodas, like sodas mm -hmm. and water. Yeah. Okay. Sodas, water, beers, ice pops for the kids in the summer. It's a real garbage thing. If you have a garage fridge, you're, they're awesome, but you're garbage. Oh, see, this is good to know because I always felt like, oh, are we poor because we don't have two refrigerators, but no. we were just better than everyone. So see, the thing, is, the thing is, a lot of people think that it's, oh, we bought two refrigerators. The, the, right. the one was like an uncle's or like it was, they sat oh, down yeah. it on the side of the road. It's never we went out one day and purchased two new refrigerators. God. The one's always <laughs> 70 years old and like it rattles and shakes. Yeah. Okay, okay. But let's stay on the topic of, uh, of growing up. Uh, a couple of questions about the household growing okay. up. Um, let's go into the bathroom for a second. Uh, what kind of soap, shampoo did your mom get? Were you using like bars of dial? Did you have um, bottled shampoo or bottled soap? What kind okay, of stuff so did you use? When we first started, we did do, we had bars of like, it wasn't dial. I think it was like, I, like ivory or dove, like yeah. a, a, a little up. That it wasn't the smelly kind. Um, and then we, when body wash got like cool, we then elevated to like 
bath and body works those different kind of like smelly seasonal Mm -hmm. body washes i had really bad acne as a kid so i was usually using my own like neutrogena like acne body wash (laughs) um and then for shampoo everyone had different shampoo like my dad would use a head and shoulders because he had (laughs) um and my mom has curly hair, so she would use like some kind of like a special like bedhead, whatever. Yeah. And then I, for a while, I got really into using Johnson and Johnson no, no More Tears, but that's just because it's actually really good for your hair and it's actually better for dandruff than head and shoulders. I had it a lot smells, of problems. I was like dandruff, so- acne, like it was a problem. You had a lot of medicated creams going on, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of like skin issues. So yeah. I always had like special stuff for me. I can't just use anything. But, and oh, and Noxzema was very big for Noxzema face. Noxzema was oh, huge. Very big. I love Noxzema. Like the way it feels when you put it on your face mm-hmm. is this. Mm-hmm. It's like smoking a menthol cigarette to your face. It's great. <laughs> Oh, I love, I just love the cool, refreshing feel of Noxzema, yes. But I do remember when, you said when body washes got cool. I remember when they dropped and my mom brought them home for the first time for like my sit, and I thought we were the fucking Rockefellers. I'm like, this shit (laughs) is great. You smell like fruit and berries and rose. Oh, it was amazing. It's so cool. And like, then they had like the, the, the foaming hand soap. Oh, the foaming hand soap. Oh, I loved it. It I loved it. big, yeah. We were we were real garbage growing up. We had Coast Soap, and the only shampoo that we what were you, ever sailors? allowed to- What the fuck was going on? Coast Soap. <laughs> the only shampoo we were allowed to get, and I still love it to this day, was Suave Strawberry. Oh, that's not a bad one, yeah. Oh, I love that. That takes me back. And we used to think people, when Herbal Essence came out, oh, that was like fucking caviar to my household. We got that like once every six months when the fucking, when the, when the tax return came in. Yeah. Oh my God. That's what about in the kitchen? Uh, what kind of, uh, you know, basic stuff? Did you use Hellman's mayonnaise? Did you use Miracle Whip? Hellman's. Miracle Whip, I didn't even know what it was until I was an adult and I went out and I, cause I love chemicals. Like that's a me thing. And I went out and bought it for myself. And also it has like less calories. And I was like very... I get, I, for a period of time, I was very obsessed with like diet foods before whole foods, not the, re- not the grocery store, just whole eating whole in general became, uh, mm-hmm. what like we're supposed to do. I was like very into like sugar-free diet, reduced fat, you know, child of the eighties, like get any chemicals you can to replace nutrients in there. And I sure, sure, sure. were you a soda family growing up? If so, Coke or Pepsi? Um, whatever was on sale is the answer to that. Oh, okay. And we were not allowed to, my dad drinks soda every day, like from the bottle, like straight from the bottle from a two liter. <laughs> oh, that's garbage. <laughs> I love it. That's a little my, trashy. My, <laughs> but me and my brother, my brother and I, my mom doesn't really like soda that much. Like a little bit of ca- caffeine free diet Coke. Oh, cause on top of the acne and the dandruff, I also had a terrible bedwetting problem up until like age 12. Me too. Uh, me too. It was bad. Real bad. <laughs> I Jesus my Christ. brother at Disney World at one time and like not sexually. So, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, and my brother and I, we had like uh, soda restrictions. I love soda, but we were only allowed to eat, uh, drink soda if we were eating Italian food or like as a special. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why Italian? That's always a question we ask, and that's never an answer I've heard before. Only Everyone with Italian knows, food. Like, you can't eat pizza or pasta without soda. It just goes with the it, marinara. It does, it does. The bubbles and the carbs, it all works together, for sure. My mom's a logical woman. She knows. She's it like, I'm not going to be crazy. Now, I got a, I got a question that defends Will Foley. Did you guys ever drink milk? for dinner when you were growing up? Like if you sat down with like pasta, did they ever, did you ever get a, a glass of milk? Please you know, say yes. Mom, I was like, no, my mom said that was for trash people actually right out <laughs> We had it every meal. drinks milk with dinner. It's the weirdest fucking thing to me. You might as well have milk with dinner. What the fuck? It's really like when you're an adult, if you're drinking like, like people, I know people who drink like a glass of whole milk and past the time when you're like three months old, you should not be drinking whole milk anymore. <laughs> Unless you're on keto. Yeah. Dude, I drink it all the I Dude, there's nothing better than an ice cold glass of whole milk. And I shake it up before I drink it. Holy, <laughs> just start drinking whole milk for like a month. You'll drop like 25 pounds. I, that's what I tell them. I say, I'm like, dude, cut the soda and the whole milk. You'll be looking like fucking Brad Pitt. You already got the hair That is so true because men drop weight so easily so with minor changes. I, I lost a bunch of weight, like, maybe six years ago, five or six years ago at this point. And, like, I mean, within the first, like, week, I was, like, three belt sizes down because I, I didn't eat pizza and soda every meal. That's crazy. I, I lost 30 pounds, like, in the past two years. But, like, it was based kind of on a – it was mostly on a medical condition. But, like, it, the, the amount of work, medication, and doctor's visits it took me to lose the 30 pounds, mm -hmm. it's, like, I'm exhausted just thinking about, thinking about it. it. And, like, yeah, anytime yeah. – I'm dating a guy. He'll be like, oh, yeah, I want to trim up. And then, like, three weeks later, he's down, you know, yeah, 50 we're, plus pounds. We're really fortunate. We can lose it really quick. It's crazy. All right. I got another one about childhood and while we're, while we're in the kitchen still, as you will. What, mac and cheese, was it Velveeta or Kraft? Neither. My mom made it from scratch. Ooh. Holy shit. Nice. Homemade Very mac nice. and cheese. Yeah, Who's your mom? Martha Stewart? That's fucking <laughs> awesome. My mom I didn't even know you could make it at home until I was like 32. <laughs> yeah, my mom likes she because she likes like the crunchy top, the baked kind of like oh, I, I, love I, that. I know how to do her recipe, but there's like multiple kinds of cheeses and you're stirring and you're heating milk and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. You guys ever do any uh, any Hickory Farms baskets or Omaha steaks? Get that no. delivered. No, I'm familiar trashy. with those, but we never did either of them. We're not like a huge, my, my mom is not a huge meat eater. My, and no one in my family actually is like a huge, huge carnivore. Like we would have steak or pork chops every now and again. I was always a very like minimal meat eater and I don't eat meat anymore at all now. Um, but yeah, that was frozen. There was never any frozen meats. That's good. Food. That's a frozen meats is a telltale sign that things aren't, you know, things aren't always going so hot. Yeah, Every I day I fish sticks, but that's it. Ooh, love a good fishy stick. Um, <laughs> I we do. would every day before I'd leave for school, there would be a you frozen fish sticks. <laughs> Every morning, a nice glass of milk and you know Gordon's fucking fish sticks. Every day we would leave for school. Before we'd leave for school, my mom would take some sort of meat out of the freezer and it would sit in the sink all day so it could defrost. That was that's so yeah. bad for like that's like so much bacteria. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's so bad. <laughs> You're alive. Um, I got a one, which I realized that I didn't realize was trashy until I got older. Did your uh, did your mom ever used to make shake and bake chicken? Yes, I love shake and bake chicken. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, Kippy, Kippy, you're getting me starving over here. Come on, 
Well, shake and bake chicken, man. What you? My I, my mom never made it, and then my parents had divorced. My stepmom started making it, and I went back to my mom like, "Yo, toots, you gotta fucking get this bag going with this shake and bake. It is fucking awesome." Have you heard about this? Love shake and bake. I love the commercial for shake and bake. It's shake, shake. and bake. Ah, hell. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm sorry. What about hamburger helper? No, we didn't do that. We didn't do a ton of box foods. I was like, shake and bake we did, and definitely we did shake and bake with stovetop stuffing from the canister, which I, I still to this day will get, get and make it for myself because it's so fucking good. I think it's way better than regular stuffing, and everyone can kiss my ass. Mm-hmm. Buddy, I, you give me, a little, well, give me a little stovetop. You can keep the turkey. I'll tell you that right now. I uh, would keep a bowl of i and i have like in college and stuff i would just eat a bowl of stovetop stuffing for dinner it's it's i don't know what they're putting in there and i probably don't want to but like holy shit oh that's great this is tough so far i'm getting a lot of mixed signals here man there's a there's some pros there's some cons in here i know uh Let's step it up a notch. I think this is by far, this is the furthest one that we're not sure yet. Usually, I mean, like with other people, it's like the first question. We were like, oh, you're fucking trash, but you're you're a ping pong game. Wait, has anyone been like a wealthy, fancy person yet? We did have Jared Freed, who was not garbage. Um, But his dad kind of was. But that that could still be like old school Jewish dad vibe. You know what I mean? That could have been... I was going to say, I was like, that's also why it might be difficult to tell with me because my parent, my mom is a Christian. My dad is Jewish. And so Jews tend to not be trash, but then we will do a couple things that are super trash. (laughs) Yes, 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 exactly, exactly. Did your parents smoke growing up? My dad chain smoked since he was like 12. My mom never smoked. Now, did you ever, this is from uh, from one of our listeners, Gutter Sloth wrote in and wanted to know, did you ever go to the store as a kid and buy cigarettes for your for a parent? No, no. Okay. I think that shit, that's probably more your generation. For, I mean, I think me and Corinne are the same age, so it's like... They, Buddy, we were selling cigarettes. Some, there was already some laws in place for fucking... You couldn't do no. that. This, isn't, this wasn't the 1930s. I remember <laughs> me, me and my buddy Rodney Klein, we, if, if, in order for us to get money from his mom or my mom to go to the, the little deli, uh, we'd have to we'd have to get them a pack of smokes, and we'd go in, no questions asked. Couple packs of Bench and Hedges, couple packs of Marlboro Lights, and a couple fucking Kit Kats, and we were on our way. Jeez. Oh my god, that's terrible. Were you were you guys a bumper sticker family? Because that's real garbage. No, my mom was like, my mom not only did, were, like I always thought bumper stickers were cool, and I would be like, bring home like a bumper sticker and be like, mom, can we put that on? And she was like, absolutely not. Only garbage people do that. So not only <laughs> we were not allowed to do it. My mom would shit talk anyone on the road who had <laughs> about how trashy and low class they were. I fucking love that. Your mom sounds like a fucking straight shooter for sure. I fucking love Miss Fisher. <laughs> yeah, no well, you guys know me. Like I'm, sur- I'm like not Mary fucking Sunshine. Like amp my aggressiveness up like twenty percent, and that's like my mom on a good day. That's. Awesome. That's fucking great. I love I love how too you come home as like a kid, like, Mom, I want this on the car. She's like, get the fuck out of here. Garbage people. We're not doing that. That's great. Right. And it was like cool bumper stickers, like, you know, honor roll. My student isn't yeah. on the honor roll. And I'd be like so proud. And my mom would be like, no. Yeah. Well, I, mean, it's a, I think it's a good point. Anything you do as a, anything a kid thinks is cool on a car isn't going to be, you shouldn't do as an adult. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. if a kid's like, Mom, this would be so cool in our car, I'd be like, well, we're definitely not fucking doing that because you're seven. 
I mean, I tried to... me, I would have like, you know, Calvin pissing on Hobbs or whatever uh, was hot yeah. in Jersey at the time. <laughs> yeah, anything pro-American is sometimes, because my dad's a veteran and sometimes his bumper stickers go a little too far. He's got one, <laughs> he's got one that says, uh, or had one, I made him take it off the car. It said, if you can, uh, if you can read this, thank a teacher. If you can read it in English, thank a veteran. I was like, buddy, what are you going to oh. get your car? You're going to get your car keyed at the fucking grocery store. What are you oh doing? my God. Damn. <laughs> I didn't know your dad was Donald Trump. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I just, I got, I got two things. That, that, and then one thing just to wrap up the childhood. Have you ever been to any of the following as a family? Have okay. you ever gone to a yard sale? Or have you ever gone to an air show? I've never been to an air show to this day <laughs> at all. Um, I've been to a hot air balloon festival. <laughs> um, that's a little, I think that's a little fancy Maine, though. It, it is. I've been to I've been to yard sales and had garage sales, uh, but not as a whole family. Just like my mom and I and my brother. My dad was like running the store, so he never came. So partial family outings to yard sales. Yes, partial. It wasn't like to buy stuff for ourselves. I just found them fascinating, and like more so, we would have them than go to them because my mom would like to get rid of stuff. Stuff, yeah. Yeah, but you had to have a permit in my town to have them. Like you, I mean, maybe every town, but like you had to like, yeah, you had to have a permit to have a yard. I think everyone is supposed to, but pe most people just don't. I, I never even heard of that. That's what not in the not in the '80s. I'll tell you that we were playing it fast and loose on a Saturday. Yeah, in running game. Yeah. Um, I got another one. Had, did you ever go to the New Jersey State Fair? Yeah, we loved fairs. I've been to Fleming Fair. We're a big fair family. Carnival, fair, amusement, mini amusement park. Yes. Fairs are fucking trash. We used to go to the Pennsylvania State Fair at the racetrack every year for it was like two weeks. And we were so trashy that we knew like a, we had a hookup. We knew a guy that like sold the meat to the vendors. I don't even know. Oh. But we had like, we would get like free funnel cake and like, you know, we would be, uh, it was free tickets. It was fucking trashy. But so fun. Yeah, like, it was so, so fun. fun. Like my mom, like definitely, like like would be like you, you know, watch out for the carnies or whatever. Sure. But she, we love, like I, we love like rides and amusement parks and like that kind of thing. Like, oh, I said that I love it to this day. Like if I I'm love it. Carnival during the summer, I'm like pull over, we're going. Like the pop up ones and like the parking yeah. lots and stuff. Oh, I they were it. the lights, the fun. It, they're so good, and it was also like when you could go. You would go with your parents, and then you were, like, old enough to, like, oh, we're going to go. If you were, like, 12 or 13 or whatever, you're like, oh, we're going to go do our own thing. And then, like, come yeah. back. When you were, like, free reign in a carnival as a, as a young teenager, forget about it. I just love, mm -hmm. love walking through, like, eating a candy apple, just having it, like, fall over my fucking face. Oh, my God. I love that. The games, you could win, like, as a kid, you could win, like, a knife or, like, a, you know, you win <laughs> cool shit as a kid that, like, a 12 or 13-year-old kid wanted. You know, you get, like, fireworks or something. I used to win, like, I have, I have an old, like, print, like, just, like, printed out of a printer picture of the Spice Girls framed in, like, a dollar frame, and I won it, like, doing the rollerball racing mm -hmm. horse thing, and I was so fucking proud of myself. Wow, that just jogged my memory. Those picture frames, the, those mm -hmm. dollar, oh, mm -hmm. my God, they were huge. So Definitely the unauthorized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Spice Girls didn't see any of that money. No, that was you not got, a licensed product. Yeah. You got Beyonce to come down here to sign this? What? <laughs> I wanted to backtrack. Uncle Hank, I am a big fan 
to this day of the candied apple. Oh, so good. So good. I don't good. think I ever had one. And see, people Loser. will try to do a caramel apple or something around Halloween, but like to me, a candy apple is so far superior to any other type of, of apple that you can get. Because you can still get it like down the shore, like Wildwood or Point Pleasant in those beautiful like tacky candy shops. Like, uh, oh, so good. But some of them are still open now. There's, it's like the only thing that's open. There's like one pizza place and a saltwater taffy fudge place. I love oh. that kind of shore food. Oh my, I would just walk up and down like a uh, uh, Point Pleasant boardwalk and just eat like for days. It's great. <laughs> so saltwater taffy is garbage, but it is the fucking greatest thing ever. It tastes so good. I love banana saltwater taffy and just eat it up. Mm, love it. I like banana laffy taffy. That's a that was a big that thing when good. I was a kid. That's good. Huge fan. Kip, uh, you got anything to wrap up uh, the childhood here? I do. As a, as a teenager. Did you ever spend significant time hanging out like a 7-Eleven or a gas station or any convenience store? Um, there was a quick check that popped up when I was probably in like late middle school or high school that people would hang out in the parking lot. I didn't hang out in the parking lot a ton, but I did, we, we would make like frequent trips there. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then like when I was younger, there was a Cumberland Farms and that was like the first place I was allowed to <laughs> walk by myself, like to do a big girl, like trip alone. Sure. And like, I would act like I was going to like the freaking mall, you know, uh -huh. I like get my purse. I'd be like, I'm going to Cumberland Farms. Does anyone need anything? <laughs> You're making reservations. <laughs> <laughs> right like it felt very it felt very adult but yeah so but yeah we did love you know we did love getting like a butter roll or like a, a sandwich from a quick check that was that was because in the suburbs as a teenager like there's not much to do so it's like everybody would like meet at we would there was a gas station that we would just hang out at and it would you know yeah. we were just skateboarding or whatever trying to have people buy you cigarettes that type of shit for us, it was just we went we went to the diner, we went bowling, or then in high school we realized we all learned how to play pool and went to this billiards hall because we're like, oh, this is like better than bowling. This is like a little bit classier. Um, <laughs> Hanging out in a pool hall as a young girl, real classic. <laughs> it, was, it was like a pretty nice pool hall. I don't. I really like pools. Like to this day, I enjoy playing pool a lot. Pool is better than, than bowling. Bowling is fucking garbage. And I know people that had birthday parties at a bowling alley, and I was like, send my RSVP. I ain't coming. Because well, so that's garbage. People had birth that was like one of the hot, like skating rink and bowling alley were two of the hottest birthday parties when we skating were Skating rink was huge, yeah. Skating rink was great, though. The pizza at a skating rink, I don't know what, who, what Michelin star chef they had working there. But at my fucking skating rink, this guy could put out a slice like nobody's fucking business. I agree with you. Like I was in Girl Scouts and we like slept over on the floor of the skating rink. That was like a popular trip. Like you'd bring your sleeping bag. Wow, really? Oh yeah. But like bowling, they to get back to bowling, like as um, a, a middle class suburban Jew, bowling is a big part of our culture. So like my, <laughs> my dad and my cousins are like extremely good bowlers. And um, like my, my parents actually both had their own bowling balls engraved with, a, with the bag. They would go bowling frequently. And like my cousins were on like the bowling team at our local high school. Like, yeah, it was like a big thing. I think, uh, I think there's a passage in the Old Testament about Moses uh, rolling a 300 somewhere. <laughs> that's how he beat, that's how he, he beat the 7-10 split. He split the, he parted the Red Seas and hit a 7-10 split. 
That's good. I got, well, I got just two more about, about growing up. One, did you ever work at a mall? Um, I did, uh, not until I was in college, but I worked at Victoria's Secret, but it was in a very, very nice mall. Like Victoria's Secret was by far the trashiest store in the mall because it was at um, Short Hills Mall. If I don't, if you are familiar with that in New Jersey, it's like a really like yeah. all the stores were like Versace, Gucci, like like celebrities will come in from New York City to shop there because we have the, you know, no taxes on clothing in New Jersey. Ah, did at the time. Smart. I don't know if that still stands, but hmm. yeah. Like, so I did work at the mall, but it was like a very fancy mall. And my last question about your childhood is, did you ever twirl or eat your hair as a, as, as a young girl? I twirled my hair and sucked my fingers so much that I had, <laughs> when you put my hair down, one, one part was this high and one part was this because I twirled this one so much that it didn't even grow. Like it was several inches shorter on this side because I twirled and I sucked. I didn't suck my thumb. I sucked these two fingers and I would go like this. Oh my God. <laughs> my brother twirled his hair until he was in high school. The back of his head, he would twirl his hair like that all the time. I didn't know that was a garbage thing. I thought that was, was like an anxiety disorder. Yeah, it's more, it that's, that's more of like a coping mechanism, I think. That's not, <laughs> yeah. that's, not a, that's not an indication of your family's values at all. I stuck my thumb until probably sixth grade. Wow, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's comforting. I mean, I loved it. It was great. I never got into it. Um, all right, I got one, one more. For, it's I got not S&M, Kippy. You got time. You're during the quarantine. Get into sucking your thumb. But that's yeah, I mean, yeah, my wife loves it, but that's just her. <laughs> She's German. They're into weird shit, you know? Um, <laughs> all right, I got one, one more from back when you were younger. Did your parents ever put you on a leash? Um, I, oh, I mean, I, not like a dog. I know what you mean. Like those like child. Like, the child, like if you went to yeah. the mall or yeah. Disneyland or Six Flags. Absolutely. Yes, they did. Wow. What? Yeah, it was like Velcro. It was a Velcro. It wasn't. I didn't have the harness on my body. It was Velcro, like on the wrist. Yeah. And it. And then there was like a, a, a like a plasticky swirly thing, um, just so we didn't get. It was. A, I don't know. Like they, those were again very popular when I was a, a kid, and it was like a because it, I you know I grew up in that age where it was like don't talk, talk to strangers. Your neighbor's mm -hmm. gonna fucking molest you. The guy across the street wants to give you anal. Like it was like a very scary time. Yeah. No, I remember we had one too. I remember my. I we never used it, but I think, I don't know if uh, there was one at the house, but the same thing. It was like the wristband with the curly, yep. you know, like thing that would be on like a surfboard type thing. Yeah. And because they, in like in the nineties, I was very like, we became aware that like, oh, people are fucking wacky and they're going to steal your kids and stuff. Yeah, I had a whole song that my mom taught me, like, if I get abducted so that I could remember my address and phone number to tell to, like, the police. Like, wow. we had, we would do, like, little uh, drills of, like, where to meet if something happens, like, who to go to. Like, we had an escape plan, like, it was, Jesus. like, fucking Holocaust times. It was ridiculous. That's not funny. in the 80s. Not in the 80s, kids. We played, it was fucking free-for-all back then. You got into a van, that was on you. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> no more Jimmy. Jimmy Should I ask some questions, idiot? What are you doing? Jeez. <laughs> That's terrible. All righty. Uh, moving right along. Have you, ever, um, have you ever dated anybody that wore khakis to a wedding? Uh, God, I don't, I don't, I've never been with, I've never gone to a wedding with anyone I was dating, honestly. Anybody so, in your family ever wear khakis to a wedding? No, I don't think so. 
Yeah, oh, no. That's a that's a big red flag with me. That's trash. All there's always one guy at the fucking wedding that's wearing a pair of khakis or cargo pants, and you're like, the fuck is black tie? What are you doing? Yeah, no, always like a full suit. Uh, like anytime my dad or my brother, like I've gone to weddings with my dad, my brother, like anyone I've gone had had full suit on. <laughs> we went to a uh, comedian friend. I was at Monroe Martin's wedding, and there was a dude in a fucking Jordan, full matching Jordan tracksuit. And the comics were fucking destroying <laughs> that guy. I mean, the, the whole time we just laughed at that guy. It was. His that poor bastard got made fun of for three hours straight. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, all right, I got one. Did you, uh, as like a teenager, did you ever steal makeup from the store? No, I've never stolen anything in my entire life. Wow, that was that was big. That's good. Girls stealing I'm like makeup. very. I'm a very. I don't know. I have like a, a weird like moral uh, like list of morals for myself, and I've always been like very against stealing. It just like bothers me a lot. I don't. I'm know the why. same way. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it when people. When I hear, I know friends of ours that like, you know, will like go into 7-Eleven and they'll steal like a candy bar or something like that. And I'm always like, do you really want to be the guy that got picked up for stealing a fucking Snickers bar? Yeah. I did go through um, a heavy drinking klepto phase, but I wasn't stealing like, I would steal like a fork from my, my own like place setting at a restaurant. Like that sure. kind of shit. I did that. Like I had like a fork and a knife like maybe from like a uh, like, and but they weren't expensive they were like really cheap used cutlery i don't know i just used to get drunk and think that was funny but like i've never stolen anything like with a price tag on it from any kind of store we, we go out to dinner somewhere and like say like the glass we have a drink in is like really really cute or like something really really nice and like my girlfriend will mention like oh it's so cute i'll always try to be like romantic and i'll steal it at some point and hide it in my pocket and then and then give it to her later like a present <laughs> Wow. That's garbage. That's garbage. I was going to say, we do the same thing. I remember the one time I had a cool, like, beer glass or it was like a mug or something. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. I was talking to my, yeah. my girl. I was like, oh, this is cool. I would like to get something like this for the house. And she just took it and put it in her purse. I was like, you are trashy. That's I the love move it. right there. I have a couple, uh, uh, two broader questions. Number one, what would you say, if you have one, is your trashiest snack? that you like, that's something that you love that maybe like doesn't go together, but you find it super comforting and you have it all the time, even as an adult. Like for me would be, I love peanut butter and jelly and bread and butter pickles together. I don't know why. You put the bread and butter pickles on the sandwich or just eat them on the side? I eat them on the side with a glass of milk and peanut butter and peanut butter and jelly and potato chips. I, I know that's I trashy. I think I had peanut butter and jelly with bread and butter pickles literally during this quarantine because I have bread and butter pickles in my fridge right now. And so do I. I definitely have peanut butter and jelly. I mean, I did like a fancy one, like on like a you know a nut and a, a nut and very sourdough, but like it was. Oh so yeah. Um, so trashy a snack. What do you think? Oh God, I'm trying to think. I mean, uh, I just like I something that if you told people, they'd be like, "What the fuck? She's eating that." Well, I think my favorite trashy like meal, it's more like a meal, is this thing called noodles and cheese that my mom made. And it's real trashy. Basically, it's like it's like those thick egg noodles that you buy in the bag at the supermarket. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. you mix it um, in a big bowl, uh, a big pot, 
with just a shit ton of butter and cottage cheese. And it sounds disgusting, but it's really fucking good. It's really fucking good. I just love this meal. And my mom was like, this is like a, this is like a great depression meal from your great grandmother. Yeah. Fisher, what the fuck? We got garbage here. Look out. (laughs) Cottage cheese, egg noodles, and butter. It's warm. Yeah, it, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like macaroni and cheese, but like a, just a different take on it. I'm telling you, I'm trying it. Trying wow. it, fucking good. It's because good. I'm a, I'm, I'm a big. I know it's garbage. I'm a big cottage cheese guy. Fucking oh, love it. Oh, really? I don't like it cold, but when it's when it's warmed and melts a little on the noodles with the butter, it is really, really good. On like a cold winter <laughs> out of the bowl, it's the most comforting thing. <laughs> I mean, you were on the fence about garbage before, but I think that was the tiebreaker right there, eating depression-style mac and cheese. Uh, I love egg noodles, too. We used to get them when I was a kid. We'd have it all the time because we're Irish. She would always fucking oh, crack egg noodles with a little butter. Mm. Oh, man. All right, I, got, I think I got one or two more here for you. Um, did you ever date a guy who sold weed? Yes. Oh, that's all I was. What age was it? I mean, pretty recently, and he was like 48. <laughs> what about a guy who rode a motorcycle? You ever date anybody that rode a motorcycle and you rode uh, on the back of it? No, I've actually never ridden on a motorcycle, and that's one of my 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 biggest regrets in life. I had I it I, it's very it seems like something I would have done and someone I would have dated. I I dated a lot of people who seem like they should have motorcycles, but none of them actually did. You ever own any Ed Hardy stuff? You ever wear an Ed Hardy T-shirt? Uh, uh, yeah, because that was really hot. I have one Ed Hardy t-shirt. I, I I think, I I think I didn't even give it up because I was like so proud of it. It had King Kong on it, like a long tunic style one. But again, like that was like, if you didn't have Ed Hardy when I was, when you were in high school at my age, like you were, you were nothing. Yeah, that was it. That was, that was big. (laughs) (laughs) You know what else is big too? Thinking back that just, that just jogged my memory. The Von Dutch hat. Remember those things? Yes. Yes. Big, big. I went to, yeah. They were, they were cool. A lot of Von Dutch hats, like when you know, Simple Life was very cool in like the early two thousands. Yeah, the Simple Life. I used to love yeah. that show. Yeah, such a good show. I love it too. But they were on a farm or something, right? There was something like that. Different. They would do different things, like they, they where they worked different things because there was different seasons of it too. But like, I that was one of the first major reality TV shows that of really course. like jumped off and i i to this day like did you watch that movie on netflix american meme i did i watched some of it yeah but i'm, I'm a big fan of of ph if that's where you're going yeah big because I, I it reminded me how much i loved paris Hilton and how much she impacted like my youth oh yeah i mean she was the kim kardashian you know i mean she was the forefront of all media for teenagers at that time yeah you know? absolutely yeah it's great I think I got one more here. Oh, this was big too. Did you, growing up, did you have black light posters in your room? Ooh. No, more for drug users, but I did like like them. Yeah. But I didn't have any like I didn't have any like drug paraphernalia and like uh, the kind of music I was in, I was very into pop music, so that kind of went along with like more like edgier, like, yeah, or something, and like bands that I would get into later. Mm-hmm. I used to have them. We would have black lights. I was like, you know, I don't know, nine or something. And with like black, I would just go in my room and like, like with black lights on. My mom must have been like, what the fuck is he doing? You know, yeah. <laughs> fucking weird little kid. I had, I had black lights from Spencer's Gifts. Of and like course. I had a little 
a little disco ball that was like in my ceiling that I would shine a light at and it would twirl. So mm -hmm. I had that. You know what else was big too for us? The stars on the ceiling. Did you have yeah. those? Oh, they I were big. I love those. It wasn't a lot because like my ceiling was painted, but I had like a ton of like posters from like Spice Girls, Blink-182, Cruel Intentions. Like I had all those posters in my bedroom, like thumbtacked to the wall. That was big, big. My final, uh, my final thing here is, can you name the top five things that gross you out? that are deal breakers on all fronts with you. Top five things that gross you out. Kevin's, I think one would be cottage cheese. So use that as an example. Oh, wait, you don't mean like in a partner. I just mean like, yeah, you mean in life? Yeah, just in anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I don't even know. This is gonna be hard for me. Um, gross Something that people do that gross you out. Well, yeah. Okay, so people like people who don't wash their hands when they go to the bathroom. Oh. I fucking repulsive. And I have obsessive compulsive disorder, so I wash my like. That's why I'm like, oh, I'm thriving in this uh, quarantine. Like, I already washed my hands this much. So. I know that's what I, I'm paranoid about germs to begin with. So I'm like, this ever the worst of the world is just catching up to me. I was I've been training for this for the past ten years. Yeah, I washed my hands so well that multiple times in public restrooms, people have turned to me and go, are you a nurse? And I go, no, I just have OCD. <laughs> uh, just crazy. Just crazy. <laughs> Do you have surgery in an hour? <laughs> so yeah, people who don't wash their hands when they go to the bathroom. Um, I'm really grossed out by people who have like dirty teeth. Like even if that's like, even if it's something like medically wrong with you, like fix it. <laughs> fix that. Always um, checking now. Always like, ah, oh, shit. No, you guys are fine. I, I would, I would remember like if you guys had fucked up teeth, and I wouldn't have said that. But sure. yeah. Fucked up teeth is like, I can't, like, that's the thing. Like, I can kiss someone with dirty, like, I don't love dirty fingernails, but like, that's, I'm, that's <sighs> like, not a deal breaker. But like, if you have gross teeth, like, I can't make out with you. Like, your teeth are gross. It's tough. It's um, tough. So that, um, I don't like when people, when like couples um, go to the bathroom in front of one another. That's no for me. I don't like that. Like, it's, that's weird. Even just peeing? No, yeah, we need you need a. There needs to be boundaries. Uh, it's like it's like Yankee Stadium where I'm at right now. We're there's no there might as well be no doors in this place. I'm peeing all over. Yeah, no, I don't like I don't love, I don't love that. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying I've never I've peed in front of like a friend like me. I've definitely peed in front of Christina. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't love, I just like, I lo I'm really big on boundaries. Like, I fucking love, like, I don't even, I've never lived with someone and I never intend, like a, a romantic per partner and I never intend on it. So wow. like, I want to get married and live in a different apartment for my husband. That has always been my dream for many, many years. Would probably um, make it last longer for sure. Well, I just want to, I want to live like either in the same apartment building or on the, like the same street or like walk, you know, within 10 minute walking distance. Sure. Like, yeah. I need my own space. It's very important to me. Um, gross me out. I don't know things gross me out. Things make me mad. Uh, oh, when people put gum under tables. Uh, or like when you just stick your gum under something. That's guilty. so disgusting. I've never even thought in my entire life to do it. Like I would just, just swallow it. Like what are you doing? Uh, that's swallow what I don't get. I've been swallowing gum forever. That's yeah, garbage. You've been swallowing gum? If 
if the choice is like, if I have to run on stage or something and the choice is put it under a table or swallow it, I swallow it. I, I usually do have like an old receipt or piece of paper or like old gum wrapper that I can put it in. But if I don't, I'm just going to swallow it. A hundred percent. We were yeah, always told that you could choke on it. it that, that was like, that fear was put into us at a young age. Never swallow your gum. You'll choke. You'll choke and die. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Looks at you, you've been swallowing everything else in sight. So I think a piece of fucking trident isn't going to kill you, okay? <laughs> uh, it's too funny. Kippy, you got anything else? That's it for me. Corinne Fisher, I'm going to say you're all class, buddy. You're all class. Thank I don't know. I'd say class with a, an asterisk, maybe. The, the cottage cheese kind of put, put it over the top for me. Well, it's funny. I've dated a lot of white trashed people. So it's like, I kind of like appreciate the culture of being trashed. <laughs> the culture. I, love, I have a very white trash palette. Um, uh, that's, what, that's what this whole thing's about. We just, we realize that it's like growing up. It's like the, the things you enjoyed the most were like doing these trashy things with your family or the fact you're like, Oh, I love that. My mom used to make depression style, you know, Mac yeah. and cheese. Like the trashiness is what, and the more we do this, everybody's like, oh, that is the best part of, you know, like. It tastes the best. It's the most fun. It's just like, you know, you got to live a little. Of course, of course. Very true. Corinne, thank you so much. Is there uh, anything uh, that, that you want to plug or you want to throw out there? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, so you can listen to, I have a couple podcasts. Guys, we fucked uh, the anti-slut streaming podcast with Christina Hutchins. Of course. That's like the OG that is on um, the archive, like six and a half years of the archive is on iTunes, but now we are exclusive to Luminary if you guys want to check that out. And then I have a brand new podcast with Joe DeRosa that I'm really excited about called Without a Country, where we tackle the most controversial news stories of the week from the perspective of the extreme right and the extreme left. It's really fun. Joe gets mad a lot. Um, I flirt with him and make everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm on Philanthropy Gal at, on all social media, so give me a follow. Sometimes I post pictures of my ass. Is that trashy? Probably. <laughs> Not at all. Buddy, I'm going to say, I always wanted to tell you this. I don't know if I ever did. You're killing it. Uh, what you're doing is unbelievable. We really appreciate you coming on and, uh, and talking with us. Thank you so much. Kippy, you got anything? No, just uh, go to my website for all live dates for the next three months. I'm all over, all over the country, you know, uh, things are booming. No, guys, just uh, please rate, review, share with a friend. You know, uh, we just started, so uh, help us push it. We appreciate all the uh, support so far. So thanks, guys. Yeah, Thank Corinth. You guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, you have a good, Corinne, uh, I'll see you. good rest of the day and be safe, okay? Thank you. You too. Nice talking to you. Have fun. Bye. Bye.